0: and gentlemen welcome to eat sleep suplex retweet
1: welcome everybody to another episode of eat sleep suplex retweet I am the Bathroom Princess Sarah and this week we are talking wrestling commentators now obviously make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes Spotify, and all good android podcasting sites, you can find it on our Twitter header. Speaking of Twitter, obviously we'd love to give give us a wee follow, at Supletry We are also on Facebook and Instagram. While you're at it, obviously, leave us a nice review, and a nice wee rating as well. Obviously we do welcome all feedback. Now it's time to introduce my panel. First of all, I'll start off, obviously she's making her return to the studio, and we are so damn happy. She is purple, she is positive, and let's just face it, she's the Velvet Queen Supreme, it is Jamie Mason.
2: Hello. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, my whole life and I'm just like, yeah.
1: Jamie's back, yay! <laughs> Round of applause! Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. well, guys!
0: <laughs>
1: Moving on, obviously we have the king of heel towns, James Murphy.
3: It's nice to be here, hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm excited. (laughs) I know I don't sound it, but I kind of um,
1: am. You're so
4: excited for this show, you turned up a week early. I (laughs) did. (laughs) I went to
3: the wrong building as well. (laughs) Well, Yeah.
1: (laughs) And moving on, obviously. Now, I did steal this from our two time champion, David Campbell. This guy, he is known as many, many names. Too many to actually name, but I've got a few. We have. Botja Rager. We also have the King of Kayfabe, we have Drew Gulak's weird random stalker, <laughs> but he is your friendly neighbourhood micro-host, David Hockney.
5: Yeah, I like that. Thank you, Zara. Yeah, uh, but I think we'll stick with my traditional King of Kayfabe if that's yeah, alright. Yeah, yeah. And I'm definitely not a stalker, so...
3: <laughs> Can you just be Mrs. Hockney's favourite boy or something like <laughs> that? <laughs> Mick Foley style? Oh, sorry, Mankind style? <laughs> that works too, but I'll stick with King of Kayfabe.
1: Boring. <laughs> Obviously, rounding off my panel, so this guy who's got a very, very weird obsession with The Rock and Billy Gunn and it's time to hold an intervention. It's Ross McLeod.
6: I don't think there's anything weird about The Rock one the Billy Gunn one. i have kind of get me a defence for. <laughs> 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 I'm an ass man, let it. Ya... <laughs> <laughs> okay! <laughs> right the
0: table,
1: <laughs> Rounding off the panel, I do have the prestigious EP. Now, obviously this guy spends so much time making sure that Ross and Dave's fuck-ups actually sound really good. <laughs>
4: Your <laughs> I, I thank you for that, but... Are, 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 excuse me, excuse me, for for the, um, for, for to maintain kayfabe, Ross and David never fuck up, they always deliver first time, all the time. I don't
6: fucking lock me in with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey Ross, what
4: did you think of my hosting
5: duties last week? <laughs> it does Matter what you
3: thought about it. Oh my God! Sick. David
6: Haltney is as witty as he is sexually (laughs) actively.
3: Don't say that about Mrs. Haltney's baby boy. (laughs) Oh no, no. Oh, James just started something new here. (laughs)
1: Right. Obviously. So this week, obviously now that the panel have calmed down after Quackus' nice intro (coughs) and Ross being a dick.
6: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> obviously we are talking talk best than commentators Obviously now commentators are mainly there To provide a little extra pizzazz To what you're watching Obviously it's not always the case when you're watching it live Which we can talk about later on So obviously I'll start off with my panel And also I'll get you your favourite commentators of all time So Ross I'll come to you first
6: Sorry, say that again. <laughs> Sorry. It
1: uh, hears me acting. On Pay the attention.
6: Bell. He was thinking about ass. Ass man. Favorite
1: commentator
6: of all time. G- yes. Hands down, JR. Any
1: reason why?
6: It's hard to explain reasons that haven't already been done to death. It's just a simple fact that he something that not done today with the amount of uh, you know micro advertising and bickering between commentators. He actually told what was going on in the ring. You could look down at your phone during the GR match and know exactly what was happening, you would not miss a thing. He was just so good away at it.
3: I like the way he said Austin.
6: Austin, Austin! <laughs> and he, he, the delivery of his voice as well
5: was just magnificent, you know? And, like the way he just sort of Delivers lines. He doesn't like. Doesn't feel like he's being talked through through a headset. It feels like it's just coming straight from him. And it feels much more natural when he's on a headset. He's fantastic.
2: It's in that way that it's like everyone gets told to pack a side you're either the good commentator or the bad commentator. But like back in the day, like JR was like best friends with the Heart Foundation and that. But he'd still call it like if they were cheating, he would call them out. So it was like it was just always fair.
3: Let's not be marks. It's not good guy bad guy. It's a heel face, isn't it? Oh! K-fave. K-fave.
2: For the kids to understand.
3: Oh, that's for you to chime in. You're the- <laughs> <laughs> You're the- Sorry. Oh,
1: use air quotes there,
2: Dave.
1: Yeah.
5: About you? Uh, no, I have to agree. My favorite is Jim Ross Jr. Good old Jr. Because he was um, when I started watching wrestling, he was one of the first voices I listened to, listen to al- alongside like Jerry Lawler, and just the way he delivered like lines during matches and stuff. He was the the main play-by-play commentator when it came to delivering good matches. He made it, like, not only was he calling all the best action in the ring, but I think he was telling a really good story behind it without going too off-tangent. You know, he brought out the best in all the competitors in the matches. And just listening to his voice, he just made it sound like your dad was telling the story, almost. It was. Again, I, re- I have to reiterate, he was just
3: brilliant at what he was doing. I would hate
1: it if my dad was yeah. trying to explain wrestling to me.
3: <laughs> you know that guy, the one with the hair and a uh, 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 cane? Yeah, I'd be like that, right? <laughs>
6: that. That, 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 that man. My uh, dad was a terrible commentator. Oh, okay, got you shi. You let him out. You didn't hit him. <laughs> <Shy>. <laughs> Fucking play acting. Big Jesse. I uh, know, my dad would be the same. It's, like, it's all
1: fake. It's nothing like Big Daddy and Giant Hate Stacks. I like oh,
6: it's, it's the, it's
5: that. It's the exact same. Dad. Can you imagine Ross's dad on commentary? I think, be, I think that would be. Jamie, yeah, off the road to the <laughs> Moving on, Jamie, how about you? Uh, for character
2: sakes, I would say Haven. Oh yeah Like the, the guy doesn't have- he's not playing a character, it's literally just him So whether he's like doing what he does now and being the manager side but then also doing the commentary side Like he's just really good He's talented, he's naturally talented and it's good that he's in the business the way he is Aye uh, No his voice is like, as soon as you hear it you're just like yes. You know what will be good Yeah you know it'll be, good. Yeah, no you, you know it'll be epic I mean, You come out and represent, I don't know, someone bad try to think someone bad
0: Best <laughs> Come
2: and represent Ross and this comeback, and I'd still I'd, I'd be invested
1: then.
3: I was going to say something really mean another friend. James, we move on quickly? Uh, probably Mauro Bernalo. Um I think for me, I watched. I took a I like a break from wrestling. I watched it when I was younger, and then I only got back into it when I was about twenty, uh, which is only three years ago, but. I think that Mauro was probably the most excited commentator, but in a natural way, you know, alongside Michael Cole saying, like, oh my! Or like, (laughs) Aubrey's doing his whole, like, the spear! Or my favourite line for him was when he just paused and went, Bailey! (laughs) Mauro would even be excited about Heath Slater hitting his DDT or whatever it is. You know, he provides at least some element of even if you know that you're watching wrestling, and it's like, oh, that guy didn't really get his head shoved, or anything, he'd make you think that it was that real.
1: Yeah, that's what I, I think. That's what I loved about Marroano. Like he's also my favourite, but I think it's, it's the storytelling, and like you said, like he gets you excited as well. Like you're sitting watching, you're like you're listening to his reactions. I mean, I've got an treat for everyone in the break, obviously, which is Marroano. Um, it just it's, it captivates you. And I, w- I don't think it'd be the same watching an NXT event live without hearing his voice in your head.
3: He could make a match between The Ascension and The Colognes sound exciting. <laughs> 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 or a match uh,
5: like maybe Jinder Mahal versus Oh, Leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Come on, well, you gotta bring Jinder in this. Jinder Mahal versus Kurt Hawkins, that's me. What was
6: the What's wrong with Kurt Hawkins? Why does
1: The alone. He's currently, you know, unbeaten if, in, undef- and you know, if not been. Wait, when what? It, you're just saying random He's <laughs> undefeated of not defeating people. It's fine.
6: Anyway. <laughs> that's historic, right? Is a historic. No, uh, HISTORIC! There's no yeah. a lot of takeover recently where Moro has missed it. Yeah. Yes, yes, like, yes. And you've seen how... Obviously Bruce, five it was the guy from 205 Live Nigel McGuinness Nigel McGuinness No, he's always on Fictuse. Percy Fictuse, so thank you. Uh, well, Percy? they they done a great oh, job Vick. and the show was great but like you said there was that wee thing missing mm-hmm. Like I seen somebody tweet about Morrow and Allo's enthusiasm it Says Morrow and Allo's hatred for Tommaso Ciampa is something else Tommaso so could be sitting eating his lunch and Morrow makes, <laughs> makes it sound like he's just had a child with a city bus. He
3: also hated Pete Dunn a lot, which was good. Uh-huh. In a commentary way. He didn't actually
5: hate him. You imagine Morrow commenting or actually commenting on Tommaso eating his lunch, like, my oh god, I hope he gets food
4: poisoning. <laughs>
3: Why did you do a Michael Cole voice? I thought he was like, excited to be JR
4: there.
2: Oh Alright, <laughs> okay.
4: The thing is, like, he puts everyone over. Oh, yeah. us is a good thing because like you can be quite reserved to talking about certain people mm-hmm. but he's basically talks like everyone's that main inventor, oh. greatest of
6: all time mm-hmm. so he really helps him put over their character He's
2: basically just a fan yeah. He is! That's but,
6: something as well, that so, I like Corey Graves but at times it's like his personal things come through on the show mm-hmm. he didn't like Enzo that performance and he liked Baron Corbin in real life and when you're trying to tell a story it's just like Oh well, Baron Corbin's actually a nice guy. It's so like, like Corey, I don't need to hear that. I want, <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want you to be pissed off that Baron Corbin's just kicked someone in the nuts. I've <laughs> um, part... seen him, I've seen him do a make a wish thing before. That's like the one pair. Do
1: those of our remember that Corey Graves is a heel sympathizer?
6: in all of WWE right now, so obviously he's
1: supposed to like the bad guys. Yeah, but
6: he'll... Accused, the, accused the good guys of cheating somehow. Yeah, he'll firm up by going, oh, I mean, I don't think he kicked him in his balls. his balls attacked his fit, something like that. <laughs> no, just, uh, he was doing Make-A-Wish before That's why are you booing him, you bastards? <laughs> oh, I think
5: Corey's a bit of a, a, a shit stirer to be honest. I think, you know, because obviously he sometimes lets his, uh, his situation outside the ring, you know, with his Twitter spats with CM Punk and stuff, uh, maybe they sort of sink into his commentary a bit. But see, when he was on NXT, I actually thought he was not too bad.
1: As a wrestler commentator.
5: Yeah, a wrestler commentator. Because, you know, he's obviously talking from that experience in the ring. I think yeah. it's good to get that
4: perspective. don't forget... Yeah,
3: so is Jerry Lawler and he's But don't forget, there's, yeah, the yeah,
4: but <laughs> don't forget there's, there's more of a little bit of control in what they say when they're on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. So yeah. that's another thing that kind of plays in as... Um, photos of have of scripts that have been written on right. desks like, and stuff like, like that. Like everybody
2: hates Michael Cole and Rob, but like when it was like the UK
3: thing, oh, everyone was, was like,
4: yeah.
2: actually, he's really good.
4: Especially when he was commented on his favourite Scotsman, Andy Wilde fight. Because like
3: <laughs> <favorite laughs> <favorite laughs> he doesn't have uh, Vince screaming in his ear yeah. Yeah. and there's a, there's, a, there's a
6: good thing's eight Advils. No, 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 no
3: There's a really good clip track. There's, there's, there's a really good clip of Michael Cole. Uh, actually shit-talking back to Vince, mm. and then you can hear him go silent for a little bit and he goes okay boss, yep, okay, sorry boss, because <laughs> you can tell Vince is just <laughs> lost that his that?
1: shit! <laughs> story time? I'm not sure I've seen that
6: as well. Mm, I'm not sure about that, I, I don't know, I haven't seen that one. There has been multiple leaked things like that, there was one with the CM Punk chance, Yeah, and it was GR. Eh, no JR, Jerry Lawler going, "Go oh, well wait, Going. <laughs> Which, in fairness, by 2015, we all had the same opinion. Like, oh, right. just fucking let it
5: die. <laughs> and that was the hijack Roswell, the one where, the one in Chicago, and everybody just went nuts with the, the booing and stuff, and yeah. But, um, honestly, see, back in like early days of SmackDown, when Michael Cole was the lead commentator for that, I think he was actually really good. Like, you know, he didn't have people screaming in his ear all the time, mm-hmm. telling him to plug adverts and sponsorships, all the stuff. When he was just mm-hmm. sitting down calling the action in the ring, he was actually very
6: good at doing it Do you know why that was? Why's that? Raw's ratings were down post-WCW 1 Under uh-huh. So it's why all the big stars went to Raw and why we got the Smackdown 6 And Heyman was just basically told, do what you want, do what you want And on Wednesdays he was getting back in and go, I don't think there was as much emotion in that line." as Do it again, Cole, you muddled that one up, do that again
3: Whereas now you've got, welcome to the Greatest Raw Run We're brought to you by Cricket Wireless and KFC! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no,
4: we've talked a lot about yours, but we've left Gwaku. Oh. Kwaku, who's your favourite? Like, no. Nah. Uh, so, <laughs> as I say we can wake out. Oh thanks very much for the sweetie rolls uh, as I say my orange and know <laughs> uh, as I say we can week out, my favourite side to wrestle is the comedic side. And to me there's no better comedic commentator than Billy Kirkwood. <laughs> You've got a lot yeah. Billy's. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way it is. I think the um, Master genius that he is, and I listen back on. Even though I go to most ICW shows, I listen back on Mm demand just to hear what Billy Kirkwood was saying. And there was one I was itching to go back on. It was a Fight Club where Thatcher Wright came out, and you could I could see in the crowd how animated Kirkwood was. Uh, So as soon as it dropped, I went straight. (laughs) And he was like saying he's celebrating that milk stealing witch and all. Uh, And I loved it. That was gold. gold, gold, But all that like he doesn't
2: like. He says he doesn't find out the results for stuff because its a genuine reaction. So oh, mm-hmm.
1: when we're acting as fans, he's acting as oh, fans. Yeah. It's also the fact he's not even acting like a commentator. He's just talking like
2: he
6: would always I, talk. I, I, liked, I like how he always thinks the wrestlers' names is the actual wrestlers' names. Like there was—that's <laughs> <laughs> the way it should be. Okay,
1: there was,
2: there was
6: true. There was one where <laughs> where Dallas fired Red Lightning, and he goes at him. Andy, you're filed. And now you he hear Kirk who the fuck is Andy? <laughs> and there was one, <coughs> I can't remember, I think it was during Good Housekeeping, the first one where Wolfgang does something and he goes, Mrs. Gang's not going to be happy with Andy." <laughs> you just hear who was on co CoCom and going, his name's not Gang," <laughs> And it's like a five minute conversation. The match is still going. It's like
4: his first name is not Will. His second name is not Gang. <laughs> exactly. Another one like um, uh, when I interviewed Faith and Lewis Garvin, she uh, she was plugged, They did mention to me that at uh, once he, he said the young fox because they're often compared to the young bucks, So week and week out, he's re- they're referred to as a young fox because they told them keep on doing that, but that came natural. Mm-hmm. I think the
5: fact I like how whenever I've been to ICW, well, obviously not a very ICW show. He um does a. Segment in the ring with the fans and stuff, there's a few jokes in there. I like how he sort of engages with the audience that way before he sits behind the commentary booth.
1: How many shows have you been to? At least four. <laughs> right, anyway. Boom. Mike, not, don't care. <laughs> so like, nope. Right, so we're going to move on, obviously. Now, it's the best storylines that we've had when it comes to commentators. Now, there hasn't been a lot, because let's just face it, in my opinion, commentators should stay behind the booth and just call the action. But we have had a few, like, obviously, we've got some down in front of us, which includes. Michael Cole in his infamous amount of bloody heel turns and face turns and God knows how many other turns. We've got CM Punk and the Alliance angle as well. So, so we'll start off a bit with Michael Cole. So obviously if anyone can just bring me your favourite Michael Cole on, Dave.
5: Uh, I liked when I sort of liked the interaction he had with Daniel Bryan on the original right. NXT. <laughs> like you know, he was sort of that's when he was sort of starting to transition it to I heel a bit, he was always downplaying Brian, saying he's, his lost record was yeah. like 0-5. That was kind of his,
1: his beginning of the face-turning. Yeah, mocking him
5: for being a vegan, for not owning a TV, you know, it's just l- really silly things. I'm thinking, it was also his
1: dorky haircut as well, apparently. Ah, <laughs> uh,
5: the dorky haircut he paid $10 it, for, it, yeah. And
1: transitioned to when he actually made it up to the main roster as well, you're just like, jeez, have you? would yeah. they go?
5: And then Brian just calls him out for... Like almost like in a in shoot format, he's saying you're a poor man's JR. You've all you've all you've got is Vince in your ear telling you to say really bad stuff about. He was say what we were
1: thinking. It's fine. Yeah,
5: exactly. That, that's what I kind of liked about it—the fact that they actually uh, had an up-and-coming talent call out commentator for for downplaying mm-hmm. them. And I think that was a really good sort of accelerant to get Michael Cole as a as a full-blown heel. But to a point, I think it just got ridiculous when he started like, getting in the ring and you know, the feud with Jerry Lawler as well. <laughs> I mean, th- th- that didn't need to happen.
1: No.
6: Yeah, I Yeah, I used to defend Michael up to this point, because, ironic that Daniel Bryan started his heel turn. When Daniel Bryan wasn't number 30 in the Rumble in 2014, Remy Stereo got booed at the building and continued to get booed. Batista got booed, Roman Reigns get booed. It wasn't a, we don't like you, it's because you're not the guy we want. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of stuck, and that's sort of what it was in 1999. Took ill a few times. He goes away, Vince, not wanting someone who's constantly ill as much as the shit that he did that, put someone else in his place, and then starts playing them off against each other. Michael Colby, Jr. used to have Jr. in front of him doing his own commentary. He <laughs> like an old school desk, oh, and yeah. put a true announcer and all that on the front of it, and it used to be a face. Michael Colby, a huge Jr. And you're asking the audience to hate somebody who's been in WCW and WWE for the past ten years to a war correspondent who you didn't train, you just went, go, what what am I doing commentating that? What my name? The Rocks in the ring, talk about it. You've got notes yeah, you in front of you, just go for it. Yeah, exactly, no it's in front of you. By the way, Cricket Wireless, KFC, and <laughs> Smart, PlayStation 1, Pay-off, uh, Fonson, and stuff like All of our themes as well, just we
1: it had that
6: big gong as well,
5: during the, oh my God, the third God. season of the reality NXT, with, I think it was, that, was the all-women's? Yeah. Yeah, that was an
6: actual challenge, it was like, you had to ring the gong when the minute was up, and he got up. I thought he was just ringing the gong, because uh, it was just he, serious. No, he, he Stop up. saying gong! Gong, gong, gong. He got up during the challenge, and just went bong because it was an ass uh, not He star. had a Mong? <laughs> it was an ass? He just went, he just went crazy with it, just like bing
3: bing 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 Oh no, L- you think L- like L- a L- gong L- makes? <laughs> stop saying gong!
0: <laughs> Alright, like anyway. <laughs>
6: So if David will stop talking to L- Elmae, I'll explain why he had the <laughs> <laughs> Did G word.
2: It like, was sports. <laughs> oh my god! Ross doesn't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something be because it was cheating, but I was going to say I think I think Ross cannot even get his point out. No, no. They will keep it. Quack has got to remember that's just cheating. James.
3: Just chase. Does the anonymous raw general manager count as a but commentator just, angle it, because it kind of should. And I think no, it, it was great having Michael Cole walk up, I'm going to do an impression of everyone that's, you can't see I, this, but <laughs> he we, walks up and he sort of goes... "You putting glasses <laughs> on by the way. And he looks at the screen and he goes, this match is cancelled! Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, good, but it's, your hatred is kind of fixated on Cole uh, instead of the wee computer. Uh-huh. Which helps! And then they put him in a big glass box. The coal, the, oh. the coal mine. The coal mine. The coal That's what it was called. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, I hated that damn thing.
3: Oh. Oh, oh I, don't, I don't know about uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Underage fans.
1: Um. Obviously. So that's that's a bit of my call. We have the next one at CM Punk. So I'll start with Kracker.
3: I don't know anything about this one though. So, back you so
4: like he basically this is before he joined Nexus 2.0 or whatever it's called. The new Nexus. So the new Nexus. The core. No, the new Nexus. The core was the slot from Nexus. Well, two
1: so was at, wasn't it? He
4: yeah. was on commentary for a while and heads like a nah, Pipe bomb. That was the second best pipe bomb behind um, Scott's pipe bomb on the show a few weeks ago. And um, oh, up boy. until he started to sleep, me then I had to cut the prick off. <laughs> 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 love you Scott. Best ever. <laughs> uh, you Scott really. Uh, so he, basically, he was a commentator. and Then he said, "I put on, I put on, um, I, I put on commentary, and then, and then I'm the best at it. And then he kept the whole thing of him turning and joining the, or forming the new Nexus. He leaves the um, he leaves the commentary table, helps him out. But then there's the whole steel cage reveal. Reveal of he pulls the armband off Wade Barrett and he's the new Nexus guy. Then, strong exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then they start the whole bizarre sacrificing. I could go on, but I take it too much. That
5: was the cult of personality right there.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, and
5: I'm gonna, I am
6: first, you cut me half last <laughs> time <laughs> You'll sit there quiet and you'll no good sweets. Anyway, but yeah, as much as I liked it at the time because it was sort of smarky It kind of goes back to the Corey Graves thing where he was sort of just putting down the people he didn't like in real life And it sort of came through, it was funny at times but then there was other times just like they like used to slate The Miz, he slated The Miz worse in commentary than they did in his documentary And you're like, that's meant to be your WWE Champion Like, you can do a Jerry Lawler and a King where it's like He's great, no he's not, it's not a Jerry Lawler, cool He's great, no he's not But it's just a case that it, it was too much Miz is laughing all the way to the bank now right, so Look who right.
0: came
3: up on top really on that one <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Punk you you style. wouldn't really envy CM Punk nowadays, would nah, you? AJ, I mean, I mean, obviously he's, he's he's still married to what's her face? AJ. AJ, AJ yeah. Styles. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. John, no, John Cena. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no.
5: Nah, um, I think there was just too many inside jokes and obscure references for CM Punk's commentary. I mean, well, I thought it was quite good. I think unless you got what he was meaning with all those, those jokes and stuff, I think uh, there, I don't know. There wasn't really much sub, much substance to it. But I think you know, having a long commentary was a nice bit of fresh air. Jamie, how
1: about you?
4: I'm fine, I'll just the <laughs> <laughs> right, Okay, moving
1: back on. Well, Quackley said he had actually one more point, but obviously we'll get, we'll start with Quackley and then we'll go to talk about the Alliance, okay?
4: To, I had. Ellie hit me in the car on the way here, not literally. And <laughs> I'm gonna mention JBL. Anyone remember when it was King Booker and he would have that monologue when King Booker's walking down
0: It's all King King
4: Booker and it was so patriotic and it was just cringy as everything but funny as anything. I loved it It was as cringy as JBL in a kilt
3: We don't want you mate (laughs) That's (laughs) very
5: exciting
3: Rhonda makes it work, JBL doesn't Mm. She's (laughs) in a skirt at least Jamie in this car, I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's John o'clock, motherfuckers! Uh, no!
2: No! No! no.
1: Oh, we are not! We are not! Dave, <sighs> oh. one more thing like that, you're going in the naughty corner. <laughs> right, Alliance Dave, I'll get you to talk about this, and then, if you don't behave, you are going in the corner.
5: Well, that's me tell. Tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for once, you're scared to you talk. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Dave, <laughs> continue,
1: please. Dave, you Use can talk. <laughs> okay. Use your words. Right,
5: uh, what shall I say? Nothing copyrighted by what? Fuck Walker me, moving swiftly on <laughs> to the, the Alliance storyline. <laughs> so who was the Alliance? The
6: Alliance storyline.
5: They wanted to
1: yes. talk to us through
5: it. Um, well, this was sort of before I started watching, but I'd like how well, you're
1: helpful.
5: <laughs> Just at like the Ministry of Dartmouth? Nah, all I can really sort of comment on is obviously Paul Heyman was on commentary at that point, mm-hmm. And obviously with the whole WCW-ECW alliance, I think sort of... Having both WWF and Alliance commentators sort of really sort of uh, gave a, a sort of an argument to both sides a bit. And I think that's what helped really sort of. You, well,
4: I think that was only one of the only good things about the angle going forward. Everything else, I think, it just fell flat.
1: Anyone else?
4: Was, wasn't that about the time they started like? Cause it was always two people. Wasn't that about the time that they started having three people more regularly? No, yes. no There
6: was guests come like a, oh, by the way, no Alliance members fighting, so WWE guys joining us. The match, there was very early a three person mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: really? Oh I think the three person thing doesn't work. I can't remember listening to a match and going, yeah, there's equal input from all these people. Mm-hmm. It's always just Byron Saxton occasionally saying something Well, like.
1: see, one of our listeners Sean Smith actually did want to put towards the panel. What's your opinion on, obviously, do you prefer three commentators in the, on, the, on the booth or two? Two. Mm.
6: Three. It, yeah. dep- it depends on the They're commentators that are there yeah. like If you're going to give me Colin Booker, give me somebody else waiting <laughs> <laughs> I have not let yeah. to Booker yeah. Tell me that Jason Jordan's an arsehole for 40 minutes of a match <laughs> And then going my God, Jason Jordan done it. I knew he did it. Shucky Ducky.
3: Shucky Ducky I really missed Booker T though because. I, I actually missed
1: Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. We never
3: got that one. I missed Booker T because it was just so entertaining even them get things wrong. It was when there was like a Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho tag team match or something. They goes Oh, he's tagged in Samoa Joe. And I was like, He has. Oh my God, where'd he come from? It was just like, It's fantastic. Everything was you know
6: once flip flopped three times on the one subject he told (laughs) Jason Jordan step out from the shadow or cut angle because you can't win anything with family and friends then talked about how he was a tag partner with his brother then talked about how he hated tag teams and hated alliances and then Shane McMahon appeared on the drone and he went, Oh, look, there's my boy Shane McMahon.
3: So <laughs> Booker T reminds me of the kind of guy you get in George Square who's going, like, And the Earth's hollow, and the aliens, and the Illuminati, and he just he goes off and then, like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, honestly, I don't think Booker T knows what yeah. time of day it is half the
4: time. If, if you're American and you're listening, George Square is like Times Square, but much more
3: shite. Yes. <laughs> it's got m- less pigeons. No, less tourists, more pigeons. Yeah. Less yeah. lights, really. pigeons, less yeah. Light.
1: So, so we'll talk about obviously our favourite guest commentator spots Now, there could be a number of reasons why these particular wrestlers are your favourite guest commentators Obviously it could be down to how they talk and call a match, it could be down to how it, they can use it to progress their own storylines And it could also be obviously on the analysis that they provide so Jamie's not so, spoken that much because you guys have all taken over so Jamie! Um, we, this
2: is why we need two commentators not... I don't know. Five? Five? <laughs> six? six. Wait, I asked you about the
6: Alliance and you said, oh, <coughs> you <seen sweeties." laughs> i sweet and sweeties. No, 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 that was
2: about, uh, to be fair, I'm too young for that. Right, so, who's
6: your favourite
2: guest comment? Like, who's that guest manager Technically, in that way, it would be Renee Young. No oh. Technically. Mm-hmm. Is she that just because
1: she's new? or where well, No, she, she, it, she was a guess? Guess. it
2: was a guest? It was a guest and it's progressed to now she's actually got a spot because they realised, actually, she's... Ever. ever.
3: Historic.
2: Historic woman to
3: Stephanie call. Stephanie McMahon's been on commentary. That's just has been on commentary.
2: First ever good female. Yeah,
3: permanence, raw. Yeah, uh,
1: uh, could...
2: It's
3: nice seeing their called the Ambrose matches. Mm. Oh no, she
1: brings that, that's what I don't it's like about, about it.
3: To... It's when they bring the personal life into it, it's like, Renee, just leave, that? leave, that leave that it out. So you shagging, now.
4: That's basically
1: what they do. Anyway, no, we were talking about guests coming to commentary spots, and James says we're young. Any reason why? Is it just. Well, as I said, it's
2: like literally the world. Well, she's got, she's proved herself, she's proved her worth. She, like a lot of females that go into the business, they start off like actually trying to wrestle or something, mm-hmm. but then get put on, like how Jojo get put on announcing. I all Jojo might like hit her head with badly like, good cuts. That's very so. true. But most people don't go in thinking that they're going to do commentary or something, but really
1: knew what mm-hmm. she wanted to
2: do, and, she, and she's made it. Yeah. And it's good on
1: her. With all fairness, Summer Rae started it as a ring announcer. So. So
5: she did? Yeah,
3: she did. yeah, on NXT. Was that not um, something called Jamie? No, actually.
1: No, just been, some, there's some, been, been, been right. a lot
3: of. There's I mean, been a lot
1: of. Alexa yeah. blustered it as well.
2: Oh, oh really? When was
3: the last time Summer Rae had a match? Uh,
2: before been she been left. Uh, oh. maybe
3: 16 or something. Oh, okay. That's me telling. <laughs> for, for, uh, <laughs> for
2: Glasgow's own though, I I, I like DCT
1: when he was on commentary. DCT on commentary is amazing. I, I love that. Mm. Um, James, how about you? Who's your favourite guest commentator and why?
3: Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, His sheer attitude and just, he'll shit talk everyone on the commentary booth, he's just so mean. And he's, he's so childish, which I find really interesting because JBL is unintentionally childish and weird, <laughs> but Kevin Owens is just kind of like spiteful and like, well, like, meta. I was gonna say metaphysically, metaphorically shit. and sometimes literally spit the dummy. When he's like jumping out of these, he grabs JBL's hat and all that I stuff. It. it was great, I love it. And it, it did help when he had storyline stuff because he could use his position in commentary to suddenly just whip the headset off and go and slam someone off the side of the. and then walk back and just put the headset back up.
1: Uh, well, that's what you usually see you would guess with guest commentators when they're wrestlers. Nine times out of ten is so they can actually attack whoever's in the ring.
6: Like, Kevin cool. actually talked at least. Yeah, yeah, I is. True. Didn't he want to kick Byron Saxon out of his chair and make him
5: sit on the floor? Yeah, did! Yes. <laughs> Owens is just like one of those guys. He's just like he just goes in, doesn't take shit from anybody, and you know if somebody tries to either badmouth uh, either him or somebody in the ring, he, Owens will just be right there and shut him shut him down. Mm-hmm. Poor and I think Baxton. that's. <laughs> I know, poor Byron. I think you know. I think he's been the worst victim of uh, mm. getting. Word's fed to him in the headset and he's just going about it all wrong. It just sounds really forced, like, when it comes out of Byron
6: Saxon's mouth That I was meant talking about the fact that Kevin Owens believes him. Byron would just...
1: Byron is bullied by everybody. No,
6: like, Byron innocently will just go, "Oh, that was a great scoop slam." And no, Kevin, no, no Kevin, was it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Kevin will and then he goes, "Oh, that's... you know about a good scoop yeah. slams? You never made it. You're a failure." I <laughs> 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 see Byron sort of fading <laughs> back. Like, what uh, the oh, fuck? you shut at least ten <laughs> times.
1: Mm. A shut up, Byron!
5: <laughs> what I mean is, like, like Kevin always had the best response to mm-hmm. management delivering through the headset, and I think that that's kind of what made it so well. He reacted to almost force Fed lines in a bit and you know Kurt Byron was just the
4: uh, wrong place, wrong time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Quacker, who's your favourite guest commentator and why?
4: Right, getting about my for or comedy wrestling, it's gonna be Red Lightning.
1: I love Red Lightning's commentary. And
4: it's again, such a treat. I know and it's so stupid, but my favourite line ever from Red Lightning. It was an Edinburgh at Aspen Faith for his cap on, oh. and he caught it and it was like a proper good throw and he caught it there. He's like, wait, that was amazing. Then he went, this hat stinks <laughs> 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 and it's I'm like, that was kind of hearing with that. I was all, like, oh,
1: I'm cute. I'm just pissed about their laugh and like, I actually couldn't deal with it.
4: <laughs> but, on we already mentioned, like, I will say, although the content hasn't been the best, I don't like the concept of it, the New Day and your new commentary table. It's. Uh, if you've got,
2: I know, how can you the
6: New Day? I love the New Day. The <laughs> team as a commentary team. They're like three faculties. Look at pancake table as well. It's really good. So
0: cool. It's Exactly. Not a the table. That's a joke.
4: They're meant to be so bad at it. It's just funny and not be really seen. This is, why this is why I'm mad. I love comedy wrestling and people take it to a series and I'll love it and oh. it makes me happy.
1: <laughs> I love the good laugh and watching it a match, which is like, you just actually you see it and you think about it, and you're like, that makes so much sense and you actually find it more funny as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love. Dave's got his hand up. Like, oh, no, it, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm to... no, no Dave's actually Dave, playing nice because he knows that I will batter him and put me in the corner. So, Dave, mm-hmm. next.
5: Uh, do you actually really liked? Uh, Daniel Bryan and the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh. Yeah, no, I've gone a bit left field here, but um, you know, seeing him with teaming with Mauro doing the commentary there,
0: mm-hmm.
5: it just felt really like the cruise. It made the cruiserweight classic feel like a genuine, uh, like proper top top class tournament. You know, because obviously, you know, having Brian there, he was technical technical master in like various indie promotions, so he knew a lot of the guys from the the independent circuit. I think having that. Again, I'm sort of coming back to this, but having the relatable factor between knowing guys you've met in other promotions and seeing commentating their actions in the ring, I think it helps them sort of tell the best story possible and paint them in the best light. And, you know, obviously Mauro does that very well with anybody that um, he's commentating on. You know, like, uh, I think it was uh, Quacky that said he makes everybody feel like a main event star. What? And that was the case with Brian. Actually, no, I have idea. Yeah. Oh, what, oh,
1: so well, I'm
3: a... boring you now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think you literally just put James to stop.
3: Sorry. No, um, I think I know what you're trying to say. <coughs> what was he trying to say? Daniel
1: Bryan
3: no not go on That's pretty much what I was going to We woke James That up was up. the <laughs> choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: for Foxy. No, there was a classic <laughs> guest <laughs> on to Austin Eilings.
2: Yes.
6: Oh, yeah. I can't that. his massive package and his banana. Oh, uh, no.
1: It wasn't a match with like, his banana. I, like, I was just like, no. I think one week he didn't have the banana because he ate it before
5: going out. Back of your cable package has got some competition here.
1: Do no. you leave, leave the pack cable package? I told you to shut up. <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't There's like awesome
6: him. There's speaking
1: and I am agreeing. It's yeah. Bit, I well, to those those
6: it. I, I do remember that. Uh, that week he didn't have the banana and it was like twitter exploded, it was just like circles of his pocket and circles of... Uh,
1: where has it gone? Like put it on the milk cartons and yeah,
6: stuff it in the Yeah, circles around his pocket where he used to keep it circles on the, the front of the announce table, like, banana, where, where is Where's the banana? banana? <laughs> where is the banana, Austin?
1: Yeah, I think obviously, like talking about that obviously, um, and right, I mean, me and you were talking about this, Ross, so it was obviously um, using that in a progression for a storyline with Neville mm-hmm. in Five Live, yeah. so, so what did you love about that?
6: It's, like we talked about Michael Cole, that storyline should have been Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania because at the time he was just coming of the WWE, a 40 second squash match over someone that everyone hates would have done so much better for Daniel Bryan than being on the pre-show. Whereas Austin Aries is, was a face, he was an actual wrestler, he was an established talent and it was, people were crying out, Cruiserweight division was failing at the time mm-hmm. and people were crying like Austin Aries versus Neville like two people that have never fought, well, I don't know if they've fought in the Indies, but, you know, oh, they've never yeah. fought in like TNA or WWE, you know, let's let's get them on WrestleMania. And that was so good for the simple fact, it was ordinary shit talk and bar Neville he beat everyone else mm-hmm. so he backed up everything he said, bar that final level
1: See, I think I liked it, Like, so I think when they brought Austin Aries into 205 Live he was just recovering from his injury mm-hmm. that he had received at NXT mm-hmm. But says when the minute they brought him to 205 we were just like
6: hold on, what's going on here? Yeah. He's not a commentator, we, you, you, we haven't you, known him as a yeah, commentator Yeah, you knew straight away he was fighting with something Originally it was meant to be Tony Nieves as well. Do you know a member who used to? Say I could I can't stand
1: this. I can't stand Tony Nieves. Yeah, oh, I if, love
6: him. No,
1: I, like I like him wrestle. I just can't yeah. stand him talking.
6: Yeah, okay. <laughs> he, is, he is a charisma vacuum. It's like yeah. like Drake Maverick summed it up. Like, congrats, Tony, you get abs, and that was it.
1: Uh, yeah. i have like,
6: <laughs> abs man. It seems like on every like Triple H is giving two or five live stars sort of. And taking them away, is he? <laughs> yeah. Sort of freedom to run with mm-hmm. the things that are being said about them. So you know, Drew Gulak improved himself and became, you know, not just a comedy guy, he became the rough and tough guy, you know. Jack Gallagher started wearing proper gear again, showed how good he was. Tony he still to walked out one, two, three, four, five, six. So, he did have a great match against Johnny. No, he is no, a he good wrestler, it's just no, like, charismatic-wise, <laughs> like, no,
4: he's, I mean, charismatic he's, he's, you know, Carousel he's, so he's like a fucking <laughs> wet people
1: towel.
3: Oh, yeah. This is making me heart back to the Enzo Mori days of two hundred five uh, five, where it was every person on the roster beat him up. I really liked that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nothing to do with commentary. I was just I thinking. Think that, like, I was sitting there going, oh, I remember Tony niece when he hit uh, Enzo Mori that time. That I remember crazy. the unbelievable entourage and it was just so unmatched. The ZO
6: train. The Zotrain. train. The yeah. Zot- oh, yeah.
1: yeah. No, I'm tired. so much. In Amazon, actually, of he was quite good on guest commentary. It, it's actually, it's Enzo.
3: Oh, oh no, he was alright. Uh, but he
1: has, he's a
2: good talker. He he okay, I
5: think my only favourite Enzo moment was when he literally just went around the ring and insulted everybody. It was like. Um... Kind of like what Ross did at the, at the start of last week's show.
3: and uh, did insult everyone, I didn't say <laughs> yeah, I want to, Gary. <laughs> oh, <use. laughs> women, singled you singled out the one person you didn't insult, <laughs> Ed yeah. uh, I, I, I know what the one You, you didn't
5: say it to Gary or Scott, it was just yeah. myself, Kwaku and Alan, who Spoddy. you described as quote, Peter Griffin's lesbian sister. <laughs> Did anyway. we have to
3: say
1: that again? I was kind
6: of hoping that wasn't going really well, to this Well in fairness shot. that wasn't me that was <laughs> doing it <But laughs> I didn't, did not you. know the promo you're talking about where he just walks up to Brian Kendrick and just goes You look like a hobo <laughs> but, but before <laughs> <laughs> he had given like 10 points to why everybody was an asshole And it just got to Brian Kendrick and he just thought no You look homeless and walked away <laughs> So I mean <laughs> I actually really
1: like Brian Kendrick but <laughs> oh,
3: exactly. he's all along with as well mm-hmm. does it, For a commentator angle does it count when Jerry Lawler when when Dolph Ziggler was doing that finding out who he was thing again and then they did the horrible Dolph Ziggler's kicked him in the chest and, oh, he's giving him a heart attack again! Uh, well, and I was like, no. That, that, indeed, that, that kind of led
1: on to Michael Cole's face turn as well. It was technically storyline and also they kind of had to twist it into real-life events
3: because of what happened. I think it was funny that Cole fell over when he was running at the ring to no, go that help. JBL. JBL fell <laughs> over, sorry. Um, and then, he fell, and then I, he fell a week later. Yeah, all <laughs> he, he went
6: all the way down the ramp, didn't he? Oh, yeah, fantastic. I blame the cameraman who was nowhere fucking near him. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any honourable mentions before. Before we go to the break? Well, I'll be honourable mention just uh, because you did mention Daniel Bryan and we've mentioned Brian Kendrick there, their moment and the Cruiserweight Classic where they hugged each other. Mm-hmm. That was when a commentator can be used because like, yeah. it was like Brian Kendrick's last chance but you know everyone's getting that contract. I have
2: like a weird one that nobody's really mentioned but Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Not, like, see, <laughs> the, like, see the fact that like what a
3: manoeuvre, sorry. He, he was
2: actually, he enjoyed what he was doing and he, like, you couldn't even realise that he was owning a company, mm-hmm. like he was just there enjoying himself doing what he didn't actually need to do and then, but then yeah, years later, came out to the effect and all that, but that doesn't count. On the
3: on the reverse side of that, you have Shane McMahon
6: who did commentary for Sunday Night Heat and was just <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> oh, did oh. anyone ever have the WWF Attitude game <laughs> and it was just, it. Uh, it was not very well edited, it's just shooting at Mario going, THIS CROWD IS GOING WILD! It's just five cardboard cutouts gone. Actually,
3: that, that, that's, a, that's a good bonus point. The commentary in the games, uh, they, they've had one consistent line that... there seems to be the, the 2K developers their favourite line to put in these games, he's putting those educated feet to good use! Oh. <laughs> which I, I always... I, I pop in my own living room when I hear a commentator <laughs> actually say that, I'm like, that's that line from the game. So every time someone climbs up to the top roper, kick someone.
6: Mauro <laughs> Ronaldo does well that. Those feet must have diplomas cause they're educated, right <laughs> <laughs> right. See, he, he's the
5: only one that can make that line sound, like, brilliant.
1: Yep. Yeah. Now, now we've all talked about our favourite commentators, we've also talked about our favourite commentator storylines, and also our guest commentators from wrestling. So, we're going to go to a wee quick break, obviously, and in the break we have got my James's favourite commentator, it's Mauro Ronaldo and his NXT TakeOver reactions. So, We'll
7: see you in a bit. This is Red Lightning. You're listening
0: to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I was able to discover at a very young age that my voice was an instrument. Good evening, everyone. I'm he was just a natural. So much energy. I said, dude, you have a talent. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna become a major star. No, no, EC3, don't tell me. Don't tell me! My Baby! My mia! Are you kidding me?! Cole trying to sap the strength out of Killian Dane! Wow! A Vader bomb with Cole on his back! Sullivan has feasted on his competition like tourists feast on boy-boy sandwiches. Oh my God! Talk about turning a negative into a positive! Ricochet is the gym that keeps on giving. Oh, but Ricochet didn't miss that right hand, popping it like a cork. Velveteen Dream. My God, a rolling Death Valley driver on the ladder. Have to go to a hardware store. Is there one nearby because these ladders are being treated well like the superstars are treating each other? Dane picking up Adam Cole. My God. There are no words. The preeminent high flyer ricochet with an avalanche neck breaker. Sullivan with a freak accident. On date, I'm surprised he didn't go through the ring. King Kong is climbing the Empire State Building, but here comes the cavalry. Ricochet wiping out Sullivan. Adam Cole is on the cusp. Adam Cole is reaching out. Adam Cole has his hands on the NXT North. Adam Cole! Adam Cole!
4: Hey, this is professional wrestler Cole Cabana, and I'm only assuming that you have just finished listening to my podcast, The Art of Wrestling, and now you've made the decision to listen to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweets, which is a mouthful to say, but not only have I said it, you've said it, you've suplexed, you've ate, you've slept. And now, you've retweeted. Enjoy the show.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex,
5: Retweet.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I hope you all enjoyed the break. We are talking wrestling commentators. And obviously, I went around and I asked the listeners who their favorite commentators were, because it's not nice to leave the listeners out. So obviously I went to a bunch of Facebook pages, Twitter as well, so i so will start off with Stuart Sayre, obviously he said that his were Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon which obviously I, th- I actually, I think, I can't really disagree with that, obviously Heenan was probably one of the best heel commentators there possibly ever was. Um, obviously we have Jack Bell, he said we can't talk commentators without talking about Gordon Soli.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like Next like
1: thumbs, thumbs up, up from the rest of uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> like thumbs up from Stephen Wilson, obviously our main host. Um, obviously David Kinnear, right? He had a, quite a good point they actually went and made. So obviously so he, obviously he agrees. Bobby Heenan is a great heel commentator. He also said that he single-handedly made the '92 Royal Rumble special, which I actually sat back and watched the '92 Rumble just because of this and. I'd never, I had never watched the 92 Royal Rumble before this and I completely agree, it was actually amazing. And he said that JR and Jerry Lawler had a great partnership, um, and obviously, apparently JBL's a dick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: and obviously, they thought they were going to do something with Baron Allo, but obviously JBL be the dick, kind of ruined it all. And obviously he says that Mauro has doing a great job in NXT. Um, He says it also likes Nigel McGuinness and Corey Graves, is obviously the best it has since Jerry Lawler. Talking next, obviously, we've got Sean Smith. Obviously, he already asked what our thoughts on the two man commentator panel would be. Um, He said Bobby Heenan, Graylon Monsoon, JR and King, JR and Heyman were also part of his favourites as well. He's a big fan of Mara Rinalo, Joey Styles in ECW as well. Uh, and Nigel McGuinness. Obviously, he said he would have loved to have JR in his prime and Nigel McGuinness have a run together. Mm. I don't like McGuinness's
6: voice. I, don't. <laughs> I, I hated him on the, the UK one every time someone will Just cat uh, like ends on, bro, he'll be fine. <laughs> <Such stereotype. laughs>
1: um, Charlie Banks, he said his favourites are Mar Ronello and Nigel McGuinness. Uh, Craig Gordon said Heenan and Monsoon. So said, it's, it's very, very popular, these two actually. Uh, Louise Westley, she says, without a shadow of a doubt, ICW's very own Billy Kirkwood and Simon Cassidy, it would not be ICW without them. Here, here. And <laughs> <laughs> um, who else have we got? John Farrer. he said he loved Don West in TNA. Guerrilla Monsoon will always be one of the greats and current, current commentators. He would have to go with Corey Graves, Renee Young and Mario Ranallo. Um Kieran Lewis, he says that even though they're not his favourites, he has to give an honourable mention to Maronello, Nigel and Percy. Obviously, like them on NXT right now are absolutely amazing. But his favourites are JR and
4: King. There's a theme going on this one. Well, I mean, That's what yeah.
2: most people grew up with. Like yeah. my, it was always like King. So, yeah, that's what
5: you got. And I don't think we've given enough exposure to Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heaney neither because mm-hmm. I think back in the
1: day they were they were outstanding. Oh yeah, Wait, I, sat, I sat back and watched it and I was just like, well these guys are actually
3: really good. Who are the English commentators during like, Wrestle Kingdom and that? Because they're also quite good. Oh, A hey.
6: hey, Silas... I Did you just say, Silas- you say it? Silas- Don- yeah. it Don Ah, Don- Don Don oh, oh, yes. there you go. Um, I know there's something like Silas the Jackal in WWE during the active there. That's when I knew. <laughs> it was things. going to be the higher panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. but there's
1: Stephen is also with us. He's just not on the panel.
6: Hi, Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Nice
1: to um, <laughs> Melanie Martin. She says, Morrow, End of." Obviously, I think that's just down to his obviously the passion in his voice. Um, Mark Willis says, "For me, I'll always be JR and the King." Um, Ross Bradford, Bobby, Bobby Heenan, best heel commentator extraordinaire. He said he also loved Taz and Impact as well. And mm-hmm. um, obviously Brendan Doig, he actually got into us on Twitter, and he said Kevin Kelly and Don Callis are exceptional together in New Japan.
4: There we go. There we go. There go. You know, somebody <laughs> said it. Confirmed it. Yeah. Good cool. shout there, Brendan. Just wish you'd stop all the tweets about me being on a polio weed practically.
1: Quacko on a poll, <laughs> everybody. You can listen to my, my my interview with Emily Hayden where we created that said match and it is now trending. Oh, well, no, it's
2: now me versus Just Justice for Quacko on a pole for the ICW World Heavyweight.
6: Yes, Championship I have started match. a kick funder for uh, <laughs> fun the yeah. Well, you can all fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> right. get Jamie a world title match in ICW.
1: We also have our. Two-time Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet Champion David Campbell.
6: Rick. <laughs> show your champion some respect. He's the number one David on this show. Oh. Okay, calm down,
1: that's us we'll Show some respect to the champion right yes. now, okay? World champion. That's true. that's true. Obviously, he said that JR is his favorite of all time. I'm saying that it's a recurring theme. JR is just everybody's favorite. All right, I'll give him that. Stephen Bevington said that, obviously, JR is one of the greatest wrestling commentators ever, especially that famous line at King of the Ring, 1998, when the Undertaker threw mankind off the hell in a cell onto the Spanish Knights table, and I quote, Good God almighty, good God almighty, they killed him you got to do the voice I'm not doing the
2: voice
7: of
4: Do someone. the voice so Do I'm the voice No, 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 I'm not
1: doing the voice
3: You literally always point at you, Ross, Dave, You're going to let the lost I
1: can't do that voice How
3: can you mention that line without the summarily modern, perfect version of
1: For the love of mankind You
3: know that's Dave
1: is chomping at the bit to do, so Dave No, I'm
5: not chomping at the bit, you you, you, don't don't you, do do.
6: you, have
1: you point at me to do
5: the floor Good God almighty, good God almighty, they killed him God, is my witness, he is broken in half! That's more Michael, that's more Michael Cole than JR, right,
1: okay, though. Th- well,
5: I no. can't do JR's, like, one-of-a-kind voice.
1: Dave, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he threw his pen, oh my god! Carrying on, obviously a good listener and a good friend of the show as well, a list of um, Tawala, he basically let Kwaku down in most recent sweets. It's Magic Man Stephen Blair. He said The Rock. There you go, Ross. somebody actually mentioned him apart from you.
6: I was trying my best not to. And
1: um, Mike Tanay as well. That's that's one actually. I've actually realised it's a lot of people.
6: Does anybody put Billy Gun? Does anybody put Billy Gun? No. Sell me, sell me, sell me Shut up. No. no. Nobody
1: likes Billy Gun. <laughs> uh, Craig can't. Black as well. As obviously he's a listener out towards Edinburgh as well. Um, he said he would actually have loved to see Corey Graves in the Attitude era. Yeah. I think he would really get punched in the face.
5: Uh,
6: <laughs> no. I think maybe without the dates of social media, maybe mm-hmm. maybe he might have done all right. In the days of the attitude, that his injury
1: wouldn't have ended his career. Mm. So, I mean, right. um, his favourite commentator is obviously JR. Uh, David Anderson, um, he says that he's a big fan of Joy Styles. Uh, Cole and Taz as well, back in the day.
5: I liked Cole and Taz, they were brilliant.
1: Um, Joseph Speak. he said Classic Lawler and JR for me, the quintessential commentary team for me. Uh, hearing back on them on old shows just brings back memories. Uh, obviously, Scott McLeod as well, he went and gave me them as well. Shut up, Ross. (laughs) He says his favourite commentary teams were Cole and Taz and J. R. and Heyman. Although he thought Regal's commentary on NXT was really underrated. Oh, that was amazing. And obviously, yeah, I think that's we've got all of them actually now. Jesus,
0: how many did you? That's for decks? I
1: know I've got loads of them, but that's actually that's that's literally it. So thank you. Yeah, thank thank you everybody to all of the input, which I'm quite happy about. So obviously, what is? Anyone want to pick up on anything that the, uh, the, the listener said really quickly?
4: A lot, Maroranalo and stuff like that. Yeah,
6: mm-hmm. JR as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the fact we talked before about poor Michael Cole who was always shit upon he has eight advertisements going on in his ear. Like, by the way, don't forget, you're plugging Cricket Wireless and then midway through Cricket Wireless. KFC next, story. See when we're going for a break, they're coming back. Martin PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation and Mountain Dew. What, what PlayStation game? Google it, Michael. It's up to you now. Right. Well, Where by
4: is the, by pre- the way, how loud Sarah uh, will put their can of Coke when they're sponsored by Coca Cola. <laughs>
6: <laughs> hit us up, Coke. We're
1: <laughs> I, I tried to be as, I
6: as thought free it was the as start of J- uh, James thing. <laughs> 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I
3: think, I think Michael Cole gets shit on because he is the one person who delivers the canned lines so badly. You know, Mauro Ronaldo can shout the occasional it's boss time, but
6: Michael Cole's doing yeah, his. But I think as well.
3: It's Sasha Banks. It's boss time. Mauro <laughs> Mor- is
6: 40 minutes a week on an NXT. You know, 15 if it's a post-takeover yeah. at NXT. and Michael Cole is... Oh, I know, I can see you wrapping up, I'm getting to the point. <laughs> Michael Cole is three hours on a, a Monday, and then an hour on uh, Mixed Match channels and three hours on pay-per-views. At this. That's oh his
1: job. <laughs> 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 i
6: do it, out I don't anymore.
1: <laughs> right, so obviously so we've heard from the listeners, and again, thank you so much for all your feedback. Obviously, we're going to talk about obviously the panel's favourite commentary teams. so obviously we're going to have one each from each panelist, one from any era of their choosing, and one from the current era, which is NXT, SmackDown, Raw, or 2 or 5 Live. So, Jamie? Don't go at me first, I have no idea. i
2: <laughs>
4: Okay, <laughs> and this is weird because my free, is essentially <laughs> answers both questions. So, Billy Kirkwood, uh, for that comedic side, uh, for the he's the kind of he's not neither he's more face, but he's neither heel or face. He'll rip anyone, and I love right. that. Uh, Rudo, Red Lightning, because he's funny and he's a proper heel, and to kind of gel it all together and keep the consistency and have that amazing voice, Marro Rodamo. We were going to
1: talk about the
2: current dream teams later on,
0: Quacko, I was yeah. asking for your favourite current ones. That's why
1: I've passed. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh!
2: Well, I, I like was it. thinking of the
1: dream ones, that's right.
0: why I was like, don't go to me You know what,
1: <laughs> I, thought I, thought I will be illiterate <coughs> We are talking about our panel's favourite commentary teams <coughs> Not, Not the dream One. Not the dream team yet okay. <laughs> So I'm, so I'm going to move away from you right now no,
4: you I'm going to, don't worry, one, I'm going to leave that what's in Ross is
6: actually <coughs> researching <laughs> so you should Right, so yeah, my favourite era is the Smackdown 6 era The michael cole and taz on commentary were brilliant together michael cole always got his cues right back then because he didn't have 19 19 fucking adverts to sponsor he was able to do it after the fact taz was just retired at the time we started so he had wrestled just about everyone in the company and the good thing about cole and taz were they weren't afraid to like have certain favorites one was good one was bad but at the same time like when something was impressive like you know, even Brock Lesnar was a heel when he picks up Big Show over his head. Michael Cole's like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, listen to the coffin Sarah. <laughs> He's like, Jesus Christ, the, the strength of you know, uh, Brock Lesnar fucking threw me after. Sarah <laughs> last and then you yeah, Taz as well. You know, whenever like The Rock or Austin or Holden came back, you know, he would put them over as well. It's just like, you know, how can you not mention the history? Let's but mention these people. He always knew what he was talking about, and I think he was always making them re-record. Always make sure you get the best final product.
1: Yeah,
6: and one for your current era. Which one would you pick? NXT because we've talked a lot tonight about people being in people's ears. Triple H just lets them run it. Mm-hmm. He will give them some. It's actually Michael Cole that does the commentary for NXT. Like he's in charge of it. So basically, that's he, surprising. He basically said to them, "By the way, we're plugging this at this time." So he lets them know, "By the way, in 40 minutes we're plugging that." So you get time to prepare. It's not just no, 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 Now they cut off half the points like that. Oh, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you quick quick a <laughs> 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 But yeah, the NXT one just because there isn't there isn't so much uh, production put into it. There's a sense of freedom with it. It's someone that knows what they're doing that's directing it, and then it's three great commentators that are doing it. I think people mm-hmm. that have grown into their own roles. Dave, your picks. Uh well Ross Dave. basically just stole it from undermug. I was gonna say just a
1: little it, read it out, Favorite commentary teams.
4: i all favorite Real commentary teams. teams. You shut your mouth after major. Box of Bessie in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes, David, obviously,
1: your favorite commentary team from any era of your choosing.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I have to agree with Ross. Michael Cole and Tad's mm-hmm. were probably my favorite comment team. Well. Because I've sort of gotten used to the format of three-man commentary teams nowadays, but back when I started watching it, was just two-man because it was Michael and Taz on SmackDown and JR and King on Raw. Mm -hmm. Whilst I think JR and King were good, you know, they sort of bounced off each other really well, I think Michael and Taz kind of did it a bit better. Mm -hmm. Well, largely because, you know, they were both... well, JR and Michael had already had a lot of commentary experience behind them and they were both paired with... uh, sort of semi-retired wrestlers, Mm -hmm. and I think, you know, I've seen some of their reactions to a lot of things like when uh, Brock Lesnar superplexed The Big Show and broke the ring, Mm -hmm. I mean their reactions to that were just outstanding, Yeah, like Taz even had to be censored because of that, and I think if they, having that sort of free reign with raw emotional reactions from the two, that's another good one. Another moment I think I really liked about them was uh, When Batista got drafted to SmackDown in the 2005 draft, like Taz was like, "What the hell?" and Cole's like. Oh my God! Smackdown has hit the jackpot and stuff. You wouldn't hear lines like that nowadays. You wouldn't and hear
2: it nowadays. Just, just attention
3: uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about Batista about yeah, that. Attention about Batista about other things. Give it a couple yeah. of weeks.
1: cut yeah. down a thousand. The Bags of the destroyer. It's <laughs> the fact that everything's told to them ahead of time. So obviously, it's, it feels like you're losing that authenticity about it. Yeah. So that's why so I think you're getting that as well.
5: I think one of the fueling factors as well is obviously. Um, there's a lot more media attention, although there's much more sort of marketing and sponsorships involved with the company. There wasn't so much of that back then during the Ruthless Aggression era. So they had a lot more freedom with commentary, and I think you know, Michael Cole being, you know, having all that experience behind him, I think he knew how to bring out the best in Taz mm-hmm. as well, because I mean, a lot of people critique Taz's commentary for a bit, yeah. but seeing him on, as a heel member of Aces and 8s and TNA as well, I think he did really well on that forefront as well. So he just sort of learned over time as it got along, but I think Michael Cole definitely sort of uh, was a good uh, starting point for him. Yeah, and
1: how about your current one?
5: Current again, NXT.
1: Why are you yelling like, at him? It was a good fault. It's to make sure he hears, so he knows when I finally
5: come back to him. Yeah. No, I've got to say NXT because yeah. not just because Marrow's on. I think he's the the only guy to lead such a good commentary team, yeah. and obviously having previous like. Uh, Guys who have competed in the ring as well, like Nigel McGuinness, Ring of Honor champion, mm. and Percy Watson, who was also, also in the. Uh, Dave knows
1: that Ring
5: of Honor had a champion called like, Nigel McGuinness. He googled it during the break. No. <laughs> <laughs> I paid attention to uh, the charity special where he was, uh, I think, second longest reigning world Ring of Honor world champion.
1: All right, calm
3: down.
4: Well, <laughs> James, <laughs> uh,
3: I'll keep mine quite short. I, Yay. I would have to say, mine is for both, and it's Mauro and Nigel. Yeah. All time and current. Because I dunno, they just keep it they just manage to keep it fresh and interesting even when I don't really care about the match and there's not a lot of comedy teams that I get. There's I watch old pay-per-views and stuff, and I'm like, if I don't really remember who they are, i like, no matter how good they're calling it, I don't know, sometimes I'll just go, I'll fast forward to, to when I see Triple H's face you're or something, or like that
1: Oh, you know. just mute it, and you're like, I, I, just c-
2: mute I can
3: it. just I'm I'm watch like, this without yeah, I, can, I, can, I can watch this without Taz, I'm, I'm not, I'm slating Taz, but he's the <laughs> easiest target because he's so squat and. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a brick. He's a square. Yeah. So basically, you've just, like, it's from any era, but it's obviously a
1: current
2: as it's well. It's
3: both, yeah. Current and any era for me, it's my own Nigel.
2: Uh, I, I agree for the current era that I say NXT. It's like I don't watch Raw and SmackDown anymore because it bores me to death. Mm-hmm. It's the only show that I'm actually interested in as a fan anymore. But for all time, for childhood's sake, would have to be, um, King, and I don't even know why. That's just going in my head. It's just gone in my head. JR. Yes. yes. Yeah. So there you we are. girl, JR. Someone was coming in uh, <laughs> there. So just because the fact, like, I don't like Taz in uh, WWE. I prefer him in TNA. Mm-hmm. I think he came out on his own in TNA. Um, but yeah, just every Saturday, Sky One, watching them, the raw recaps. Yeah, it was them too. Mm-hmm. you
3: grew up with? I was one of those kids that could never watch actual rock, it was only the wee sort of like, I, 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 I want chopped up one. Yeah.
6: Got, yeah. Welcome to Bottom Line with Tom <laughs> Grisham. <laughs> oh dear
1: God, leave Tom Grisham out of us. So obviously, I'll, I'll quickly say myself, I haven't, actually met, I haven't actually given much contribution because obviously you guys have had so much input, which I'm, well, I'm more than happy for, it's okay. But um, obviously I do agree with James, like, so my, f- my favourite of all time, including any era, is the current NXT one. Not to say the old NXT one, obviously when you had Rene Young calling the women's matches or when you had um, Regal on the commentary team as well. Um, obviously, I think he's just a lot better behind the scenes. Obviously, you only see him once, once in a while because it, it sort of loses that effect. But obviously, with Mar-o and L. leading the team right now, without a shadow, without the best team that they've got in the company right now. Now, Clack, have you finally got your current ones, not your dream yeah. ones as I'm well I'm glad yet. you're asking
4: me for the first time in this segment, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, my favourite all time. You <laughs> <Dick. laughs> <laughs> I've got to cover my tracks somehow. <laughs>
1: throw me under the bus. I'm,
4: I'm leaving it in there, I don't care. Yes. I'm leaving it in. Uh, have a laugh at my expense, why not? So it's like we've been doing it for the whole year. Sure. Uh, so um, I'll probably say JR and King Raw uh, King all the time. King, King, Ra. Raw.
1: King, Raw. <laughs> King
4: Raw. Minus the whole puppies thing, oh, I'll puppies. minus all that stuff. Uh, well, and... You see, I do bad impressions.
1: Parker wasn't trying to make an impression though.
4: Yeah, he was just he was mocked, He was I was just saying puppies. Like he they did, did it say. in a mocking voice. Like,
1: puppies.
4: Okay. All right. Yeah. Camden. That sounds like um, been a bit too exciting. Currently right? NXT. so yep. It's got me.
1: Obviously, back to our listeners. Obviously, I asked them as well for their favorite. Well, it's not even their favorite dream. It's like actually I was going to talk about dream teams. So obviously it's who you all want as part of your dream team. So, so I have got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. So, uh, we'll start off with Charlie Banks. He said that his dream commentary team would be. I don't know how this would match actually, but me and Jamie talked about this. It would be Billy Kirkwood and Mara Ronaldo That's my oh. one, you
0: bastard.
4: <laughs> you can
1: copy his as well. You can agree with you that. He copied me.
4: Yeah, Jamie obviously appreciates your opinion, Charlie. Yeah, we Charlie. all do. <laughs> yeah,
1: Billy Kirkwood and Mara Ronaldo
4: I don't
5: know how well that would work. That'd be a, a very odd couple pair, but I can actually see it working. I
1: could just all see, hike. Uh, I could see Billy Kirkwood trying to ask a Mara, "Can I try the Mamma Mia?" See what happens. to will show you we soon. See that we can try. We can ask Billy. See what he has, see what he can build for us. Yeah. Okay. Um, who else? have we got now, obviously, like David Kinnear actually did say he would like to see um, Corey Graves obviously go up and like in the Attitude area as well. So obviously, trying. I don't know if that constitutes as a dream team. Um, John Farrer. He said he would like to see aloe Joey Styles, Don West, and Corey Graves all together. So, a four man commentary dream team. I
0: think
6: four is too many. Have you mm. seen how the draft and how survival series this year went? Too many cooks.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, too many we cooks. Ha- we <laughs> have. Alright, calm down, your We have Kieran Lewis. He said his commentary dream team would be Michael Cole, Mauro Ronaldo, and JR.
3: Okay.
1: I this one I that? Of, like, it's, 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 me, creati- it's creativity. It's
5: the last like twenty years or something.
1: <laughs> yes. Um. Obviously, we asked. Who else did we ask? I've oh, asked a lot of people this. Oh look! I've got one from David Campbell again.
0: Well, hey! Hey! hey. Shout out to
1: the champ! So, so he says his favorite, his commentary dream <laughs> team would be Mauro Ronaldo, Corey Graves, and Paul Heyman.
3: Yeah. Ooh.
1: How do you guys feel about that?
3: Why not? That would work. <laughs> like, like, legitimately. Why not though?
1: David Anderson, he says he thinks his dream team would be Joy Styles, Corey Graves, and CM Punk. Mm
3: -hmm. I'm not the biggest punk fan, so.
1: Yeah,
5: I think you know Punk's just going to be there for, like I said, inside jokes.
1: Yeah, Uh, we have Joseph Speak as well. Um, He said his dream team would be Jr, Corey Graves, and Caprice Coleman. I don't know who hmm. is,
3: unfortunately She makes a mean salad <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, <God>. <laughs> James <laughs> like, If we don't know, James will
4: throw some website into
1: there Scott McLeod also He gave us his dream team It would be Marronello William
3: Regal and Corey Braves Don't lie, it'd be him and Ross. That would get me to yeah. cancel my network real
6: quick you see By you. the way yeah, guys, Caprice, Caprice Coleman. Coleman is a former American professional footballer and mid-Atlantic wrestler He is possibly one of the most built men I've ever seen
1: Holy crap! <laughs>
6: <laughs> so Alright,
3: he makes a mean salad
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Nick Burrow
6: oh. Sorry, it, Caprice Coleman, trained by the Hardy Boys There you go right, <laughs>
1: that,
2: Tell him, um,
6: don't tell him Is to his us body play. broken as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. so,
3: Broken! Uh, Nick
1: Burrow also says uh, my, my ultimate dream team is JR, King, Ronaldo, Corey Graves and Mike Taney."
3: Wow! That's a five-man five? right? well, five five. team A five-man team?
4: Mm-hmm
1: and that is all of that plus their input from that so obviously, you know,
4: get yourself a cider after that
1: I know, I think I did, I did well guys
4: yeah, very well
1: uh, so obviously, that is... The panelists, like, let's listen. Dream team, sorry, not the panelists, because I haven't even asked the panel yet. Quacky, <laughs> your time has now come. Yes. You are commentary dream team. Please. I imagine what it could be. I don't know what it could be. And,
4: hmm. Well, the first one will blow your minds, right? Oh. And it will be oh. It'll be Booker <laughs> <laughs> uh, T. The, gobble, the gobbledygookers yeah. in there. And Mike Adamway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 anyone that could fill in the permission slot would. <laughs> right. Nah, no, for real. Eh? Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Nicholas. I mean, he could give us a great insight into how to become a tag team champion at That's WrestleMania. Chump, yeah, chump, Bit of a Freudian yeah. blowjob with the champion there. <laughs> right, you are yeah. dream team that we have no
1: okay. idea what it is. Okay,
4: so it's
3: Billy Kirkwood.
0: <gasps> Shit the bed! All right, Kanto. canter.
3: <laughs> <down>. Mamma mia!
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you should maybe go back to Colorholic Lines because that
4: scared me a bit. <laughs> David, David, I don't need to know about your sleeping Uh, password. I was just talking
3: about what you did last night, you just remember (laughs) (laughs) that.
4: No. Wait, all... wait, so, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, Billy Crackwood, really? Who's um, next? Uh, folks, Who's next? Folks, if you're listening at home, you're kind of start by this week's episode. I don't know why I said that. I can only say I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, if, if I can bring this back oh on god. track, I mean, I'm here for series business, you're folks, so let's not
0: joke everyone. No, no, no,
1: shut me, man. You're CD's You cannot do that. <laughs>
4: Alright, so we have part purple. Sorry, I was only trying to say in the way that my next person went is red, then So yeah, red, white. This, <laughs> this bed smells
3: shit. <laughs> 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 he just brought the mattress. It was it's
1: a
2: new kind of good yeah.
1: housekeeping match Oh no! I also, I also, quickly, 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 i was saying that While the guys calm down, I want to say a big thank you to Red Lighting and Coke Cabana for being the voices of this week's show So thank you very much guys, I bet you're regretting this heavily right now <laughs> Kaku, you okay? No! <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we have uh, Billy Campbell.
4: We have red light then. <laughs> Who is your third and final? Right, it, it wasn't raised and I do think it will work because these two can work with anybody because these two have worked with so many different people from so many different spectrums and it's gone I've gone from battle and because You although I've brought in two people that will bring in loads of jokes and loads of things and stuff, you gotta bring in someone that will kinda keep it together and keep it on track. But the, the just as amazing on their own so that's why they've got
0: those three people Right, is
1: spoken now you can go and have all me all rest all all y- <laughs> 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 my my <laughs> Oh, Shut up,
0: man! Mamma mia, you shut down, bed.
1: Oh my God And why do you guys think is a good idea again? Right? Oh.
3: Some, some, somewhere in Stamford, Connecticut Vincent Man just called I've got a great new idea <laughs> Right
6: oh.
1: Who's oh. calm enough to speak next? No. Ross, yeah. Dream team.
6: Right, well, <coughs> <laughs> I swear to God, you shout shit again. I'll go with three man team, I will go with Marlon There's just a wee pause there. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon probably Corey Graves, and my best pal, Red Lightning. We've, cut,
1: we've talked about this. He's not your best He's friend. He's my Ross. best
6: friend. You can now catch the interview on Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Spotify, Apple, and iTunes. When he names a wrestle booth after you, come back to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Before we get into a half hour chat about how Red Lightning is apparently Ross's new best friend, Dave.
4: Yeah. Please uh,
1: behave.
5: I am behaving. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna get that on a t shirt. That's your <laughs> cue.
5: That's your cue. That's your cue. Right. Uh, my Dream Commentary team gotta have JR in there. Shut
0: the lid! No, go
3: this is going to be a banned phrase in the next <laughs> one
1: oh, I do apologise for the explicit chat, Dave have ruined everything for us And, now, got, and yeah. now Ross is going to overuse it, it's like historic Ross is now going to do this to the sh- It's Historically <laughs> shut the bed <laughs> For the first time ever
6: <laughs> For the first time in shit's today. it's historic <laughs>
1: Oh my god, it's the yeah. first time ever since
4: I've <laughs> ever it! David, David, can you just say shits to me clearly in the microphone so I can use that for my next production work? Just Ross has now kind of left the room. <laughs> Ross is
1: left to go I shed the <laughs> bed. <laughs> right, so obviously, so, did you
5: finish on who drew team? No, I always have one person. i have got also going to go with a three-man team.
1: Oh
6: really? Yeah. Shit the bed. No. <laughs> say my name, I'm shitstering. <laughs> Right.
5: Um, let's, uh, oh, right. Okay. So JR. Just because he's brilliant. Mm. Hmm. Maro, because uh, you know, like we said, I think we can all agree. I think his uh, his commentary on NXT is just outstanding. Mm-hmm. I think those two have bounced off each other quite well. And I'm going to go a bit left field with my third option. Uh, Matt Striker. Bye. Because <laughs> he threatened to deck JBL that one time. No, that's true. Uh, I don't know. It just whenever I've heard him on commentary, like um, like 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm like he had a lot of like insight and knowledge, you know, about was, uh, he was sort of like the original stats man, as it were. Um, but I think he actually made a lot of ECW's commentary worth listening to uh, because, um, you know, because there was the time like Todd Grisham was announcing Christian's return, It was just like, it's Christian. And, but then Matt does his best to sort of like, try and recover it a bit. He's like, this moment has just become instantly classic. So, Cap-
1: so it's basically what I tried to, um, you know, talking, and- JR's voice and failed because I
5: didn't even want to do it. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I, I just think Matt Stryker, because I've heard him like on Lucha Underground as well. I think he does quite well there, and he just sort of adds like um, he really s- comes across as knowledgeable and insightful about the industry itself, but also as a really good uh, color commentator. Shut job. the bed. You watch Lucha Underground.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, for Eat sleeve soup like three retweet.
5: Shut the bed. Underground, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, to go that shit. Right. That's my. Uh, that's my team. My team. J. Mauro and just for. Oh. Yeah, just for the batter Matt Striker.
1: I still question your your reason behind that,
3: James. <laughs> uh. Oh, Thank you, Ross. I just sound like a broken record. I'm like, Nigel Mauro, but I'd have Renee Young in there as well. No. Oh, because okay. she's been a, a breath of fresh air. Not. I mean.
1: When she's she's not talking about her
3: personal life. Well, they make her do that, I think. That's more the Corey Graves. That's that's really Actually, to be honest, that's the thing I didn't like when it was... Who was the guy that was best pals with Corey Graves? And they were on commentary together. The guy who got in trouble for talking about his throbbing erection oh, when he was Tom on planes Goals. Tom Phillips Tom <laughs> the one. Uh, and it was just then taking digs at each other and commentary. and I was like haha, very funny but there's actually a match on like gonna shut yeah. up for a minute like stop it uh, I'd put- I would like to see James on commentary with him
1: Actually, <laughs> that'd be quite funny <laughs> wait <laughs> shut up that's just happening <laughs> Gony shut up hey
5: stop plugging the network we're just calling a match here shut the bed and watch
1: the match, match. <laughs> oh, I had to say that god Shrax not here Sad, God, Strax is
3: not here. This table wouldn't survive. I can't wait to hear Strax's
1: reactions. Oh shit, the bed. (laughs)
3: James,
1: sorry, I like this. Yeah, no, that was
3: that was that was pretty much it. Yeah, I think these are the commentators who are most reliably able to call a match and the various aspects of it without leaning too heavily on the crutch of like promos or past stuff or one-liners. They're good at color commentary. All of them, kind of. So Mm -hmm. they work well together. She should be doing it as well
2: perfect. Jamie? Well as mine's already been stolen, Um, obviously I'd have Ronaldo and Billy Cuckwood go with the two man team and it's in that, am I getting a fist bump?
7: bump. Um, What did Scott describe that as? That
1: is not relevant, (laughs) shut up (laughs)
4: Dave.
1: Naughty corner, no I'm not even kidding you, go. (laughs) Go.
4: (laughs) Fisting?
2: He's, not,
4: he's not, getting up. Oh, 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 I just remembered Was Yeah, the
2: oh, SmackDown okay. last um, week. Jeez. <laughs> so oh. So, I've already yeah, oh, well, forgotten my point totally, completely. Oh, I don't
4: dream
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I know that's my dream team, I can't remember why, though. Well, right, well like I said, the Billy would try and just try do mother. Just because, because Jamie Like, see anything to do with wrestling, right? <laughs> see if you're working in wrestling, right? But then you're actually still a fan, you just get called a wee mark, right? But in that, it's they two together, they would just be wee marks together. Like imagine, imagine Ronaldo watching just justice. Yes, it would yep. be great. Can you imagine? Oh yeah. Yes, it would, Steve. But you that can't even be, do that. It yeah.
4: <laughs> would be degogged go- out. Like they because. would have
2: the jokes, but they'd be seriously, like, they'd be serious about the match at the same
1: time. Hey! And because Steven's actually here, <laughs> and it, I, didn't, I didn't actually ask him like who his favourite commentator was, or who his favourite team would be, so, so I'll ask Steven, our main host, who is your ultimate commentary dream team?
7: What,
4: the actual dream team or the...?
1: Just, the oh team? no, well, the NPC's dream team, yeah, obviously, no. we're something else, but no, don't,
4: your don't, ultimate don't commentary... Don't fuck up this question like some people. Ultimate, <laughs> ultimate, ultimate
1: commentary <laughs> dream team, who would you love?
4: Oh, you put me on the spot. Uh, I did Stratton.
1: ask you like as a part of the panel one, but you didn't pay attention.
6: Yeah, because. Complain we like, don't
1: answer questions, eh? I
2: was yeah, like, I oh,
6: play, play the then. I not give me
2: a break. To chat a back. Chat. Break. I uh, like no,
7: I would um, go for <laughs> Ronaldo purely because, you know, the Tope suicider it's so much better than just mm-hmm. a suicide dive and he's just so enthusiastic about everything he does. Uh, I think he would mesh incredibly well with Bobby Heenan I think that'd be great because. The best thing I loved about Heenan was how he was always squabbling with uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Mm-hmm. So to have that type of obviously you talked about Ronaldo and Champer. Mm-hmm. So to have something like Heenan if he was back in and just the two of them have a go at each other would be absolutely great. And uh, I would probably go for a three-man team just because I want an extra person in there. Mm-hmm. And I would. I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. Because I don't, I, I really liked his commentary. I would think it'd be great. If you put Jackie Polo in there too.
1: Yes.
7: <laughs> Jackie Polo was actually brilliant. Jackie Polo. Sorry, a...
1: it's just Justice
7: One. No, Jackie Polo. Oh, Jackie Polo. No, Jackie Polo. <laughs> Jackie Polo. When he was commentating with Billy Kirkwood back in two thousand fourteen, mm. round right about the boom period. Uh, granted, the same that same night I first seen him on commentary did one of my least favourite segments in wrestling. the this is your life segment
3: it was. How dare you? Those are always pretty hit and miss, aren't they? That How dare answer. you? The Rocks was a hit, everything else was a <laughs> hit. But we <if you laughs> don't get the point, it was terribly good.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: The, best, the best thing about it was... Um, was we, going going to to see, we got to see the debut of Coach Trip. Greatest steel to <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: uh,
7: But yeah, I'd probably go with it. I think them three would work quite well together. I think it would be a nice match.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Uh, Jackie and Jackie would get caught up in the exciting. Oh, or Ronaldo.
1: I kind of want to steal that, actually, because I didn't actually have time to think about it because I didn't think we'd actually have time to get mine. That's why I was like, oh, okay, damn it. Um, I think, obviously, finishing off, obviously, I, I can't wait to hear people's reaction to this, a bit. I am going to steal Stevens because Shut I- Shut the bed! <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I would love Jackie Poe's, I've always loved Jackie Poe's commentary. Mix him with Corey Graves. I think that'd be quite hilarious actually, just as, like, i have got have two, so obviously Jackie Paul and Corey Graves together I think would be quite hilarious at some point. Maybe throw in the Wee Man, or Rudolph, like, just sorry of switch them around a little bit. Who knows? I would love to see, uh, like, terrifying. I, would, you know, I would actually like to see Corey Graves and take on the Wee Man. Uh, like As in I'm,
3: in a fight? Take it on! <laughs> no, that would be fantastic.
1: No, just, just take
3: on commentary. And okay, Shut you know, up, paddocks, Stop, me
7: man! You won't be that in Glasgow Life.
1: But no, my ultimate commentary dream team, obviously, I would have Mara and Aloe. I would probably throw him in with Just Justice. Just Just, just Justice, not even Jackie Polo. Just Justice. Mm-hmm. And just try and listen to that accent, because his accent is incredible.
4: You're to speak of your parts. Oh yeah. You're <laughs>
1: the <can't remember. laughs> um, And probably see. Oh, it's actually really, really hard. But like, I would like Renee Young. But see, I've been enjoying Beth Phoenix in the May Young classic oh, so far. Yes. So maybe switch her in as well.
6: There was a thing about her on Edge and Christian's podcast. It was Cora Graves talking about it, and we spoke about her a lot of times the Adverts career. They'll talk to you as you're trying to like put a point across and Beth freezes, like used to freeze
2: mm-hmm. and it was Corey
6: Graves and Michael Cole trying to say like just, just go it, just go mm-hmm. it. keep talking, keep talking it's like when a lot of us have hosted shows that each loop of life tweet. it's when you see people at panelists talking or like panels getting directions it's out of your show it's like no just keep it going, keep it going you're the professional, you've got to keep it going so I think she's obviously came a long way for season one because mm-hmm. obviously it's nerves isn't it? It's first oh yeah it's
1: I was saying that burns up our shows, guys. We're so sad. We
6: oh, uh, Shit, the, the, the bed. It's over. <laughs> I'm happy to get the uh, warm room, though. Yeah, <laughs> especially
1: with the shit in the bed. Obviously, once again, I want to give a big thank you to the listeners for providing all their input. Obviously, it was actually quite interesting to hear so many different combinations of what you can have. And I also want to again want to give a big thank you to Red Lightning and Colt Cabana, obviously, because so, Colt Cabana is for Ring of Honour, he's a great commentator for Ring of Honour and obviously we have red light for ICW here in Scotland So yeah, I want to make a big, big big thank you to everybody but next week Eat Sleep Suplex retweet turns one! Yay! Yay. Yay. we've come... HISTORIC! (laughs) It's historic, we have come such a long way since our first show and obviously don't forget that you can actually still listen to our back catalogue obviously on iTunes, Spotify, all good Android podcasting sites Stephen is back in the host and chair next week and I have lost count of how many panelists are going to be on next week It's going to be a huge, huge show Hopefully nobody shits the
7: (laughs) bed on that one You're just milking this there aren't you? (laughs) Coming for you, who's talked about Alan Jones since it happened (laughs) Every show Um,
1: But yes, obviously Stephen's back next week, it's our one year anniversary show So obviously, keep tuned and hopefully it won't go to shit like David's shit in the bed. <laughs> right, I have been Sarah Grieve, and I want to thank you to my panel. Bye! I was going to introduce you separately. quacky
4: Thank you. Ross, See you. Dave. Thank you.
1: James. See you later. Jamie. You're very welcome. Right, now you can all say bye. Bye! bye. bye.
6: Shut the bed.
0: Listen, c- I don't care what the f*** you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important your life, you th- honking bag of d*** tips, you know what you should be doing you should be going online, you should be subscribing you should be listening to the back catalogue of eat, sleep, suplex, retweet whatever the f*** you're doing, that's what you should be doing, I don't care if it's your mum's birthday I don't care if she's feeling contractions get on it right now